All right, grace and peace to you. Uh, welcome to uh, another exciting episode of the Reality San Francisco <laughs> podcast. You can hear that laugh. It's Melissa Weinish. You can hear Matt, uh, uh, Dave, like rubbing his hands on the microphone. Just the <laughs> I just saw sanitizer. I was like, I'm gonna disinfect. Hey, good job, good job. Health, safety, important. And uh, my name's Matt, and we're excited to host you. Uh, you know, lately, what we've been doing with the Future Church series is chatting about our weekly sermons. Um, and this last week we had, uh, actually, a, yeah, two sermons, sort of, not really kind <laughs> of, um, that'll make sense in just a moment, but it was about, um, burnout, rest and Sabbath. Okay. So we're going to get into that. Uh, the reason why it was sort of two is because both of you taught on this topic at two different churches. Yeah, it was kind of, it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. And I know you were collaborating along the way. So I, I mean, actually, let's just start there. Like, what was it like for you two to collaborate on, like, creating a sermon uh, that was, like, same topic, two different congregations. Dave, you were visiting at Bridgetown. And um, Melissa, obviously, you're here at Reality SF. But tell us a little bit about what collaborating together looked like. It was super fun. I, I, I uh I don't have the rhythm of most people. <laughs> okay, wait, can I let yeah, explain that? Please say more. <laughs> Dave preaches every single week. So you, Dave is like a master at turning out a sermon in a week. I preach once every three months. So I usually take my time. Like I have got three months. I can like read every book Listen to every. Yeah, you were you were hitting me up like, um, <laughs> like a month and a half ago. Like, hey, what do you what do you think about the sermon? I'm like, this week? No, in a month and a half. I'm like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so that he doesn't have the rhythm of most people because he operates like sub subhumanly in yeah. sermon writing. So that that I will qualify. But I mean, the the week that you were on the sermon and I was on the sermon, I feel like was like easy, like butter, just like it was a lot of collaboration. Yeah. I, I, Melissa is one when working with Melissa, she's the most, one of the most grounded people when it comes to sermon, she's like puts either like references to like what it feels like on the ground. So I mm. usually live in ideology mm. sure, and I'm not ideology in the bad and word. Concepts. Like, concepts. You know, that's probably a better word. Yeah. Ideology is a bad word now. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah. So I work in ideas. I work in like concepts and then she's like, this reminds me of that show, that Seinfeld <laughs> episode or whatever, or yeah, like yeah. the office episode yeah, yeah. and she roots it or it reminds me of this meme and I'm, and it's so good. Like most of it's so Which good. is I'm why like, you're yeah. a great youth minister. Yeah, I was about to say like, I mean, my, are the youth in our youth ministry group would like not do well with the ideas. They just look at me like what? So I need, but you have to, I need to, put you have it to understand the idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you understand the idea and then you connect it. I usually just, understand the idea but I have no idea how to connect it so anyway um she was working on it for a while and then I came in this week and yeah we we actually collaborated so well together we had so much content yeah a lot of content and uh yeah and on Thursday at the end of the day when we're meeting to go over the sermon and pray together I will we both kind of like couldn't read each other's notes almost like don't no I don't want to read your notes I don't want to read your notes because yeah. I want to add your stuff into this right. and there's not right. enough space right. I already had I think it went it's up to already over like 20 something pages of notes. It was <laughs> okay. just crazy. And you probably didn't give a 20 something page sermon, you know, either of you, right? Or maybe yeah. you did. I don't know. But um, what, what's some of the stuff that, uh, you know, missed it, missed the, uh, missed the sermon? What was cut for time? Do I you... think Dave's going to go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I think, uh, man, I got a lot of it in there. Um, what I think what was cut for time for me was the concept of Sabbath being holy. Hmm. Um, I, I mean, it was woven in, but the idea that, um, Sabbath is, we're told in the 10 commandments to remember it and to keep it holy. Hmm. And I did a whole thing on remembering it, but the keep it holy part, I didn't have time to click into it as much. Sure. So I think I would say that part is, um, this idea that a day could be set apart by stopping and acknowledging it. It's almost mm-hmm. as if like, you know, you can eat a sandwich on the way to work and it's a meal and then you can eat almost maybe the same from the same loaf of bread and wine with a community and in prayer and acknowledge Mm-hmm. Eucharist and it becomes sacred, mm-hmm. but it's like the same bread. It's almost the same, almost the same nourishment. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's holy. It's like this is sacred, set apart. And Sabbath is very similar, in that it's just a Saturday or it's just a Friday. Whenever you Sabbath, just yeah. a Sunday, <clears throat> but with intentionality and understanding what it is, it becomes sacred. And this is why you you go into Sabbath with candles and prayer and a meal and mm. shutting everything off, like. Oh, we're moving into sacredness That's now. Let's take off our shoes, so to speak. We're yeah. entering holy ground. So keeping it holy, it already is holy. It's literally the first thing that God called holy was the Sabbath, wow. which is interesting. Oh, that is interesting. And it already is holy. It's keeping it holy. So mm-hmm. just like the Eucharist is holy, but you could you could um, you could bastardize uh, a Eucharist. You could make it sort of profane. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea is to keep Eucharist holy by your acknowledgement of going into it, what it is, making sure you don't eat it underwear. Cause Paul says some people have died by doing that, you know? Mm. Oh. And you can actually trace that idea back to the old Testament. Some people have died for not Sabbathing. Like mm-hmm. you can say, is it built in because of, um, you know, we don't Sabbath, you just, your body burns out and you die. Or is it cause God judges you? And the answer is yes. Like mm-hmm. I, wow. yes. Right. Wow. Uh, Israel was judged. Yeah for not Sabbathing the land. Yeah. Like they're literally like, you owe me 70 years because you didn't rest the land. Wow. So anyways, we're getting, yeah, <laughs> that's what I left out of the sermon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my next sermon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Melissa, I mean that jog anything for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I, um, I feel like I really wanted to probably my instinct to like keep it on the ground. I really wanted to, kind of back up some of this idea of what Sabbath does for you more, like Mm. more literally, more practically. Like Mm. I think I kind of talked about it in this idea or meta idea that like, oh, you need rest and it rests you. But there's so much amazing uh, like research and like science that just backs up the, Mm. like the effectiveness of rest. And to me, it's, I Mm -hmm. love when you can like look at data that just so like that proves God's like, we don't need data to prove that God is a good creator and knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. but it's just so to me, like exciting when right. I'm like, see, like God <laughs> told you you need rest. And like, look, like literally I can prove to you with numbers that you need rest. And like, yeah, I think that's really powerful to see like God work through our brains and like mm-hmm. science. Yeah. I think what you're, you're saying and you're getting at is the idea is that when you rest, you're actually more productive, more creative, yeah. more successful. Yeah. This is proven. Like I, I didn't use this, but it's pretty an example. The, what's the, um, the, um, n- the Brooklyn camera store that closes their online store on Saturdays. I have no idea. You know this one? B&H Photo? I think it's B&H. Chick-fil-A is what I thought. Well, the B&H Photo, (laughs) uh, you 
their their shop, their online, they're they're ran by Orthodox Jews. Their their shop shuts down. Mm. They're the biggest camera store in the world. Whoa. Shuts down every Saturday online. You go to their website online, like you cannot buy. Mm-hmm. Online too. Online, yeah. I thought this was pretty like, common knowledge. That's why I didn't never use it. Slept. That's exactly yeah. right. I've, I remember one time I was like really into like I'm gonna get into cameras and put it <laughs> in my phone. <laughs> and I, as on a Saturday, I should have known better, God. Um, and I go to their website to go, I'm going to research and then like shut down, like can't buy it. <laughs> I didn't end up buying the camera. Maybe that was why, but it was like completely shut down. And they're the most, they're the largest, yeah. most successful, productive camera store in the world. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Too. That was, the, I thought about <laughs> putting that in my sermon. Are they really close on, Every, close on, on Sundays? Sunday. Yeah. Did you not know that? I've never been. To ever to Chick Fil A? Never. Wait, hold what? on. Okay, pause the podcast because this is big news. How? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna s- stop recording for a moment <laughs> so we can have a conversation. I've never been there. I've never had. How long it. were you a youth pastor? Well, in I was California. Youth, I was youth pastor after the Chick Fil A craze. Mm. I, I think. Mm. Yeah, I left youth <laughs> ministry in 2005 uh, or six eight, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Never been. Well, I heard it's good, right? It's it's a, it's really tasty. Don't Real good. don't go on Sunday. Because you can't. It's, yeah, they're closed. It's closed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, believe. one of the most productive, effective, delicious. like you know, delicious fast food chains on the planet, yeah. right? Like, and so the weird thing, I don't, maybe there's some places that are like honoring the Sabbath that are not doing so well. We don't hear about <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't we don't yeah obviously we don't you, you we generally don't. don't hear about things that aren't doing so well or doing very average but anyways um Wait, so actually can yeah, i go ahead. can i tie this back i dave you brought up um you didn't that uh the people of israel you owe me 70 years you didn't rest the land mm-hmm. and this i this ties into kind of what i wish i could have like had more time to dig into this like that the rest is not just, I'm not just telling you to do it arbitrarily. Like you need it. And when you have land that's given time to rest, it can be more fruitful. And like, mm-hmm. so you didn't obey me. So that's like problem one, but also like you, you weren't able to produce at, like I set you up for success. I think yeah. that's yeah. God designed us for success. And we, this is like the original sin. Like we thought we knew better and took back or like perverted his, set, mm-hmm. his perfect setup. And then we just got totally messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's I so true. I mean, every yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. You have to change your crop. You have to yeah. let your land rest. The nutrients can be replenished. Like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. pretty. It's woven into the farmer's almanac. I think like it's yeah. woven into all the things. Yeah. You know? yeah have yeah, you yeah. read the farmer's almanac? No, I haven't. But oh, I just it's, feel it's like... good. It's really great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never read the farmer's almanac. <laughs> but um, okay, so we so like we're we're on this thing of just like oh, obviously Sabbath rest that's important, mm-hmm. but then things get in the way of that for us. What do you think are just like some of the hottest things, like biggest things that just grab our attention, keep us from rest? What is it mm-hmm. in your guys' mind? I don't know if you got this in your sermon, but I, and the thing that I pointed out yesterday was the internal Pharaoh. Did you do that? Did you do that piece? Mm. The internal Pharaoh that we don't have external Pharaohs anymore, like because there's laws that prevent you working like a slave all the time, mm-hmm. though it's probably a thing still, but mm. in America we kind of have laws, but we're actually driven by internal pharaohs mm-hmm. where we have this inner voice that says if you stop you're nothing mm-hmm. if yeah. you don't if you don't keep producing if you don't keep working if you don't work on your image or your email mm-hmm. or you will lose it all mm-hmm. yeah so basically the exact same thing pharaoh is saying yeah. to israel 
um, but it's no longer external, it's internal. Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing gets in the way is when we stop. I, I go through this with myself, with Ashley, my wife, with people I talk to, that internal pharaoh that drives them. Um, they wake up on, let's say, Saturdays, Sunday, Sabbath. They wake up and like, if I don't check my email, if I miss this opportunity to sell or buy something, mm-hmm. or I, mm-hmm. I'm nothing. If I miss this sale that's in the window sale, mm-hmm. and if I don't buy that pair of jeans, I might miss it, and mm-hmm. I need it to to be beautiful or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. this this thing that that gets in a way of truly resting. Actually, if you step back, that's actually what keeps driving us, this voice that uh, I call it in my sermon, a bastard vocation. It's not mm-hmm. the right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's wrong. It's the wrong vocation. That, yes. that, that, that phrase is bastard Sabbath is from Eugene Peterson. It's yeah. the wrong voice, your true vocation, what you taught yeah. on two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's this inner voice from God on who you are as mm-hmm. his beloved mm-hmm. and who you are to participate in his, his kingdom. Mm-hmm. But we have a, a bastard vocation that comes from the internal Pharaoh that says, if you don't keep <coughs> producing, if you don't keep your image this way, if you don't get the likes, if you don't, whatever, yes. and it drives us. Sabbath is a place that we use to resist this voice and say, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. 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 And, and actually like one of the, the things that makes it difficult is because uh, like once we rest, we start hearing that voice all the more. Like, how, yeah. why are you slowing down? How yeah. dare you we slow down? We notice it. Right? We notice it's it. It's the same yeah. thing with like cultivating the voice of God. Like people yeah. are like, I've never heard God's voice. We'll start to listen to it and obey it. And once you do, you'll start cultivating it to know, oh, that's God's voice because mm-hmm. I recognize his voice. That's what Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the internal Pharaoh, mm-hmm. right? Like this voice of prove yourself, you know, you're, you're not worth anything unless you can produce these kinds of things. Um, and then I think there's also probably some, some dimensions of just like the way our economy is set up like Mm. this, this sort of mode of, uh, um, work expectation and, and so on. Mm. Um, uh, as well. And I, I think there's lots of things that can be work. Uh, so for example, like for my introverted self, social life can feel like work, mm-hmm. you know, like really quite easily, um, maybe too easily. Um, but that's where, uh, like, I think the definition of, of like work and ceasing becomes important because there's like a piece of, of like, uh, resting. It, it's not just like, okay, I'm going to not go into the office today or like keep my computer shut or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I think there's also, uh, one thing that I, really loved Melissa in your sermon, which is like, what is actually life giving mm-hmm. and like have the list so that when you're exhausted, mm-hmm. not if, but when you're exhausted mm-hmm. and you don't have the wherewithal to make wise decisions that will help you rest, mm-hmm. you know exactly what you need. Yeah. That's life giving. Yeah. Would you expand on that for a yeah, little bit? I forgot to put that in my, that was so good. Yeah. I forgot so to put that good. Sermon. Yeah. Um, I, well, as Dave was talking, I was trying to I'm think I think I tend towards the other side of the pendulum, like where it's not the pharaoh, but like the the, the lazy person that's just like my, my brain. I'm happy to turn off work, but mm. then I just want to like literally. I want to become the laziest, most veget. Just like sure, I want to not use my brain at all, and it be and it's a life suck. Like yeah, to to just completely. I could. I mean, if left to my own devices, I could be on my couch watching top chef for like a very long time and be totally fine. I, I, I know it's concerning because it's top chef that's doing it. You know? 
that's what it is right now. It's been other okay, things previously, okay. but um, I'm really into Top Chef. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm pretty much going to be a chef now. Oh, that's great. Um, but I, I yeah, I just I think it's so easy to be mindless. And when I'm tired, when we're tired, it's just yeah. we don't. I, I said this yesterday, but we just we reach for the easiest thing because yeah. we are tired. And my phone is like right there, and in it I could I have everything. I can just mindlessly scroll. I can, I can connect with friends. I can, I can just do whatever I want and I, and time will just fly by. And all of a sudden I'm like, I've been in my bed for three hours on my phone. I just mm-hmm. literally threw away mm-hmm. three hours. And yeah. so I started to have to like be very proactive about like what, what builds into my life in a way that when I, when I finish it, I'm like, Oh, I didn't just throw that time away. That time was not wasted. That was, that time was slow and it was mm-hmm. like refreshing and like, as I'm walking away, I'm like, wow, what a lovely way to have spent those three hours. And mm-hmm. I, I started doing this like probably like five or six years ago, just like writing down those things because otherwise they just wouldn't come to mind for me. And when That's I would good. do a new thing that I was like, wow, that was so great. I would add it to my list. So back in the day when you go to baseball games, like I, I would literally um, at like 4.30 on a weekday, like go on game time or StubHub and be like, any tickets that are super cheap? Yep. Jump on the train, go down there and just oh like my gosh. be there for the night. And I loved it. That's cool. So that became this thing that was like so life-giving to me and I yeah. could just like sneak it in real quick. Um, I'm I, curious, just uh, like your life-giving greatest hits list just around yeah. the table real quick, you know, like what? So Baseball games. <laughs> okay, good. I, I miss those a lot. Yeah. Um, hammocking i have like Uh a camping hammock that i throw up i have like two or three spots that are my Mm go-tos and i'll be there for a few hours with like a book and a coffee or something that's awesome um being with people i love like it it's not just being with people because i that can also exhaust me it's like specific people who are safe and joyful and just like fun like the right my right people um cooking like just Mm -hmm. getting to like create food and then like eat delicious food um, I feel like there's another big one that I'm probably oh, getting. Sunbathing. Oh, oh yeah. man, I yeah. could sunbathe for. That's that better great. than watching Top Chef. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like for me, it's uh, bike rides, especially through mm-hmm. Golden Gate Park at like a leisurely pace, where it's just like, man, I'm just gonna take it in. I have nowhere I need to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've loved the slow streets um, around San Francisco yeah. for bike rides right now. Um, uh, gosh, uh, board games. Those are like very life giving for me because I'm like a nice. gargantuan nerd for Pandemic, the board game. Oh. Maybe I'm like working something out. And, you know, <laughs> Wait, there's uh, a board game called Pandemic? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so fun. We'll play together sometime. Basically, you get to save the world from infectious disease. Uh, yeah, right? I feel uh, like Dave is learning about a lot of new things <laughs> in this I podcast. Yeah. We eat Chick-fil-A and play board games. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, Dave, what are your like some life giving things for you. What, what do you really enjoy? Um, I like, you mean on Sabbath life giving Sabbath things? Yeah. 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 Um, sleeping in, mm-hmm. um, for me, that's like seven, like waking <laughs> up at seven is sleeping in. It feels yeah. so good to like, I wake up, I wake up and look at the clock and at seven. I'm like, yes. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, just a, a morning and stillness and reading something that kind of like sets my mind into the intention for the day of like worship and delight and with my family and, and then Sabbath walks like slow mm. Sabbath walks where you're just, and it, there's, it's flat. It's not like giant hills. <laughs> no heavy Sabbath breathing. hill walks. <laughs> Choose your worst. neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Ash loves to like go for a walk on Sabbath. Uh-huh. I'm like, I feel like you're trying to stack like a workout and a Sabbath walk. Like, <laughs> Let's just chill. Different you know, that sort of thing. Um, and, um, and then having these conversations with Ash that feel like, like soul conversations, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. really life giving. And then, um, and then eating, uh, eating really good food and being, yeah, being outside. So being outside in nature is like yeah. the biggest thing that brings mm-hmm. me joy. This mm-hmm. last Sabbath, I was with uh, my friend John Mark, whose church I spoke at on Sunday. I taught there, and him and I just went for this long walk together because we Sabbath together um, in Forest Park, which is this giant forest in the middle of Portland. Mm-hmm. And just this long, it was a beautiful day. It was just super long walk, walking slow. He's like pointing out like different things that were budding in the spring in Portland and, and then walk me through his, one of his favorite books, the secret life of trees. And, (laughs) and I, and it was just so fun. And, Mm. um, things like that, like nature outside. Yeah. Um, human scale of nature is so Mm. important. Cities aren't human scale, you know, nature is human scale. Uh, I love it. And I think one thing that is true about all these things is like, um, and, and this is a dimension of Sabbath, which is delight. Yeah. Right. Like there's, there's a part of it that's about resting and, you know, getting, shaking some exhaustion off, but another layer that is like, let's delight in mm-hmm. God's world just as God himself did. He mm-hmm. created things and then he just paused and delighted in it. Yeah. Right. I think it's like part of the, there's like rest and there's refreshment mm-hmm. and they are, they work together, but they are like two separate phases that like one is toning down and one is filling up mm. and it, it takes different things and different time to like get to both of those things in Sabbath. Yeah. And also, and I, in, uh, I think it's an Exodus when it talks about, it recounts creation. I think it's an Exodus and it says that God, it doesn't just say, uh, God rested on the seventh day, but it says he rested and was refreshed. Oh, and that there is this like second, it's not just that he like took a day off. He mm. like also refu- like was refueled. Huh? Yeah. I love the idea of God refueling, you yeah, know, like, yeah. yeah, just like he, he, even God is saying, it's like, oh, I, I want to receive the enhancement of like mm. dwelling in this, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, uh, I, it's, um, it's kind of hard for me to wrap my brain around that mm-hmm. actually conceptually, um, but it's biblical. Yeah. So, um, can okay, I also yeah, add one yeah, other thing? Yeah. I, I also kind of wish I could have found a way to acknowledge this on Sunday, but I think that um, Sabbath is going to look different for every person. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a little bit of permission to give people to, f- you, it's a practice. You have to, you have to learn how to do it and you have to learn how God is working it out in you. And so mm-hmm. the way you Sabbath, Matt, might not be the way, will not be the way that I Sabbath, no. will not be the way that Dave Sabbaths. And mm-hmm. it's okay if you're Sabbath is different you and it's okay if you like have to kind of trial and error it like Mm. it's okay if you enter into a sabbath and you find yourself struggling or stumbling through it not to just like give up and be like oh like that's it but to be like no okay hold on i gotta reset that didn't work yeah next week i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna try something different like Mm -hmm. you it's okay to it's you gotta figure it out you're not just gonna be able to like wake up next Sabbath morning and be like, Oh, I've got this all down and under control. And now mm. I'm an expert at resting. Like uh, yeah. it, it's a process. We have to grow in it and learn how to do it. And yeah, it's a uh, muscle, right? Like yeah. it's that, like we need to learn how to rest. It's a, it's a, a practice for yeah. a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And board games, like that would never be part of my Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Like those stress me out. Oh. So like I, and that's that. So like 
our Sabbaths will be different. Yeah. And that, and God made us to be different. And that is totally yeah. God's gift and goodness. So I think just if there's anyone who's like been listening to all this and they're like, nothing you guys are talking about sounds restful to me uh-huh. that like, well, great. Like what is restful to you? Yeah. You, you have to like really spend the time to do like the self work and the like listening from the Lord to discern what, what does bring you rest and refreshment? Like what does he want to give you hmm. and say yes to that? That's yeah. good. Uh, y- yes. And okay. <laughs> into it. Yes. Yes. And I would, I, I would say that a lot of people actually, um, a lot of people kind of go to what they think they like and then they call that rest. Hmm. And I think there should be some parameters around rest of stopping your work and doing and ceasing. Mm-hmm. Um, some people mm-hmm. like, you know, my work doesn't feel like work. It's amazing. I love mm-hmm. it. I, yeah. Yeah. I this love is it. my delight. This is my you delight. Know, I, I love feel it. at rest when I'm yeah, working. Like, you stop. Know. Just stop. Yeah. I, 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 I've been that person before, Yeah, you know, like, yeah. And so I would say yes. And to that, mm-hmm. um, there should be some parameters or stopping, ceasing. And we talked about that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, and then the rest, but also some of the rest won't be, uh, it'll be, it'll be hard because the Sabbath is supposed to, you know, change you. you yeah. It's supposed to like level set this, you know, either, uh, a tendency for laziness, yeah. a tendency to other work. You know, I'm not working on this thing, working on my mm-hmm. other work yeah. or a tendency to listen to this internal Pharaoh. It's supposed to do that. Yeah. And so, um, it won't feel, it'll take a while. You know, I think, uh, um, AJ Swoboda in his book, uh, subversive Sabbath talks about Sabbath depression mm-hmm. and Sabbath depression is a real thing mm-hmm. because you realize that you were, you were so energized by the life of a city and being out and making plans and, mm-hmm. and kind of basically what COVID did, right? Depressed yeah, us because yeah. I was so used to this kind of life and now that's mm-hmm. taken from me. Sabbath is a mini that every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're, you're addicted to the, the like people commenting on your feed and like making deals happen. And like, I, I just had like a whole day of just like all these things fell into place. I'm just like, bam, 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 bam making deals. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, like it feels so It's like a high, you get high. Uh-huh. Like, just like, yes. Oh my gosh, I planned this and I planned that. And that person said yes. And finally this came through and I got yeah. that email. And then for Sabbath, if you ran on that or you run on that, mm-hmm. you Sabbath, you stop and you get none of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't check your email. You don't check your phone or texts mm-hmm. or whatever. And you rest. And yeah. Sometimes it might be good to not go out to eat so that so that you create around your neighborhood the opportunity for other people to rest so they don't have to work for you. That mm-hmm. That sort of thing, you know, like yeah. It, yeah. just thinking through that. I know yes, that sometimes cool. that breaks down a bit, but that's basically oh, yeah, that's the good. commandment of Sabbath is let everyone around you rest, too. If you rest, they rest. Yeah. Yes. So let them rest. That sort of thing It has a yeah. justice angle to it. It does. You know, what? I want to really get on that for a sec, because um the thing that's really cool about the command that God gives to keep the Sabbath holy is, uh, is that it was a whole community doing it yeah. at the same time that's in the right. same way. Yeah. And like a, an entire community economy, you know, whatever was put on pause. Yeah. Right. And, um, what I think that does, uh, cause mostly when we talk about Sabbath, we talk about it on like a personal level or on a family level, mm-hmm. but, if we were to put it on a broader scale, we start talking about justice, exactly what you're saying, yeah. Dave, where if, um, and, and this is one of, one of maybe even a way that we can define justice, uh, it, within a biblical framework is 
if um, if my neighbor ha- is able to Sabbath, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then that is part of what a just world mm-hmm. looks like, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you know, currently my wife, we're, we're, me and my wife are in the process of moving right now, but currently live in the Tenderloin. A lot of our people in our apartment complex are like laboring nonstop yeah. to get by, yeah. you know, yeah. and, um, and part of what matters for a just system is for my neighbors who are immigrants from El Salvador to be able to have a day off, yeah. you know, and like these kinds of things like that are easy to overlook, yeah. um, given a certain, uh, kind of socioeconomic status that I know I possess. Right. But this is part of what justice looks like in the world is actually creating the system where this or that person can find rest yeah, and, uh, not just rest from their work, but rest for their souls too. Yeah. Um, so I, I do want to, I just like had to jump in on that for a second day yeah. because That's the right. justice layer is really actually an interesting layer to Sabbath. Yeah. That's our, that's, yeah, it, it was in its creation, not, I, th- when I hear the word Sabbath, I like pick, go to this picture of like, as a believer, I'm just like, oh, I'm Sabbathing today. And it's, it is that like personal little process. Mm-hmm. And that is not at all how it was built. And I, this is how I was talking to Dave about this when we were in prep that I was like so fascinated by that there were like Sabbath years. So every mm. seven years it resets everything that like wow. the land rests, the people get like everyone gets to rest, but every 50th year. So like the super Sabbath after Sab- after seven Sabbaths yeah. was the year of Jubilee and everyone got set free and people went back to like slaves got set free. People got sent back to like where they came, not sent back, but got to go back home that mm. it was this like total refresh. And wow. it was like a year of freedom, a year to restart, like everything went back to start. And this idea that this rest is not just so, oh, you, you need a break, honey. Like you're working too hard. Like it is to set up a system where everyone can thrive, where everyone can be well and good and cared for, where like God can like have a nation of people who look, who are like equalized and cared for and have each other's backs and like represent him. Wow. Like soup that, like that is his design. Oh, and yeah, so we good. just botched that so hard. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, it's hard for me to know what to say after that because um, even just to be given that picture of an alternative society mm-hmm. that is built into like the biblical understanding of like how Israel was, you know, mm-hmm. um, according to the laws set by set up by God yeah. and things like debts being forgiven every 50 years, yep. like slaves being set free. Like, I mean, all of that, like that's, Beautiful. And it is part and parcel of this conversation about rest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, now let's bring it up to modern day. All right. <laughs> so we've got a bunch of folks who are working really hard, burning out in, in their jobs. Um, something we've all spoken to recently is just the craziness of burnout, especially in this particular moment. If you, and as we are as ministers all together at our church, um, when you're talking to people, our church and you know preaching to yourself uh in moments of burnout Mm. what are the things that uh you really really encourage people to do practically in engaging sabbath uh in order to kind of like uh yeah to to keep it to make it a holy space to make it a sacred space like what are some of the 
practical instructions that you give to people that can kind of maybe speak to people where they are at in their, their burnout? I usually try to start with ritual and beauty because that, that tends to be a little bit more evocative. So if you Mm -hmm. can set some ritual around your Sabbath and set some beauty around your Sabbath, Mm -hmm. um, that's usually a good place to start because that kind of evokes like, Oh, I want to do this, you know? So ritual by that, I mean, um, did you talk about uh, a Sabbath box? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so this idea of a Sabbath box where you have a box and you put everything you won't need for Sabbath and it being a ritual and then you close the box and you say, Lord, there's nothing I can do about these things now. They're in your hands. We're going to rest. Mm-hmm. And then you light two candles. You light two candles because of the two uh, Torah commands to Sabbath, right? Um, the, two, the two sets of the Ten Commandments. The, mm-hmm. So you have uh, one that's... Uh, that's based on our our uh, our imitation of God, rest, Sabbath, and Exodus, uh, because the Lord your God Sabbath, and then Deuteronomy to practice liberation because you were slaves. You know, mm-hmm. so like two candles. Um, there's on our website. There's like a Sabbath blessing that you can pray in Hebrew or in English or both, and then you just have a simple meal. Like you do that every Friday. It is so good. Like mm-hmm. every Friday. Ash breaks, bakes sourdough bread. We light candles. My, my daughter, Junie, just gets so stoked for Sabbath, mm-hmm. right? We do something special. Like the ritualistic yeah. and ritualized part of it makes it like you make it, makes you look forward to it. Uh-huh. It's like the ritual of a wedding. You're like, you know, if it's a good wedding, it's like open bar, dancing, <laughs> great yeah. meal, party. Like yes. I want the ritual of it. Just so yeah. beautiful. If someone just did yeah. a wedding, like it's just like, that's why Zoom weddings were so hard because all the ritual is kind of gone out of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So ritual and beauty of it. Um, I think starting there, like mm. just set a practice. This is why our base level is start with a Sabbath dinner mm-hmm. and do it every week and put your phone away for the meal of rest of that night. Do that, and then I think you'll start stoking, like, oh, what, what if this extended into tomorrow? Like, well, that's what's yeah. supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> extend it into tomorrow. Wake up with well, the ritual for morning is I wake up my daughter, Junie, and give her M&Ms. <laughs> I'm like, here's some, it's Sabbath, and she doesn't really understand it, but she knows on Saturday, she gets M&Ms as soon as I wake her up. <laughs> She's like, Sabbath. She's oh like screaming, gosh. so excited. Wow. I give her two M&Ms. And um, <laughs> she's so pumped. That, that ritual of like, of like the sweetness, I do it because sweetness. Like yeah. we're in, we're we're in the sweet rest of Jesus, the yeah. sweetness of God. You know, this we're supposed to, you know, that sort of that. That's great. Start with ritual and start with um, beauty. Start with that, and mm. I th- I would say that's practically just start start there. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah, Melissa, do you have anything to add? You know, kind of practical things you would tell people to to do to incorporate Sabbath. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's really good. I think I would. Uh, add on top of it if you if to incorporate your community like in Mm. in like an accountability sense and in a participation sense that like I think that Sabbath is one of the key things that like brings it to life is that it is communal it's not solitude it's not that can be a part of it but that it is this like community recognized by rest Mm -hmm. and I think there's just something so joyful and like and refreshing and life-giving when you're just with your community together at rest I like yeah I like now with COVID like I I live by Alamo Square I'm at the park a lot and I'll, I'll just sit there and like look at the little pods of people on their blankets and just like 
just seeing a group of people sitting in a circle on blankets makes my heart a little, just like leap a little bit. And I think there's like something about that. That's just really powerful. Like what, so if it's for accountability of like, Hey, to my close friends, like I want to start being better about keeping Sabbath. Can you check in on me on that? Ask me how it's going. Like, you know, follow up with me, but also like, will you rest with me? Yeah. Like, will you go and sit at the park with me? Like, can we go hammock? Like, let's go on a bike ride through the park together. Like, how can I invite my community to participate in God's rest with me? Mm. And then like, how can I invite people who don't know Jesus to experience rest in the midst of what Mm. we're living through? Mm -hmm. Like, what if you became the person who your unsaved friends were just like, dang, like the world's falling apart. And somehow like Matt is just, every time I'm with him, I just feel like everything's going to be okay. And like well, you, that is just... how all my friends. <laughs> That's why I said Matt. Um, but like, if you can just be a place that where people experience God's rest, and and through something as simple as sitting in a circle at the park, mm-hmm. going on a bike ride through the park, like eating delicious food, I I I really feel like this was this was a very intentional move by God to be like, you're gonna know my people because they're gonna look different. Mm-hmm. You're all stressed out. Like that's not my people. Mm-hmm. That's and so good. What a gift when we can like multiply God, like the, the like face of God by being like a community of people at rest. Mm. Man, I, I feel like that's a good note to end on because <laughs> I think that's what, that is what we're longing for in our community to be a community of people at rest mm-hmm. in a countercultural way, mm-hmm. following Jesus. And, uh, we hope that people experience that are brought into God's rest. Mm-hmm by us being Sabbath people. So, um, yeah, sound good. We're done. All right. Yeah. I'm getting the nods. I was just like, if there's a burning thing, I just should probably check in, but, um, thank you both for sitting down and talking with me and, uh, bless you church. Thank you for listening.